Powerful at Work Radio, episode 64. Welcome to Powerful at Work Radio, the podcast for business owners like you who value each person and desire to lead powerfully. I'm your host, Rosa Ponce de Leon, and it is my goal to help you secure your legacy and make a real impact by establishing a culture where all are empowered to be more creative and efficient without all the burnout and people issues. If you're ready to do things differently, tune in and join the movement. Now let's get after it. Kara Hoholik helps social impact business leaders create compelling content to build community around their work. As a founder of Social for Good, she works to amplify positive messaging, connect others online, and spark belief in a vision for a better future. Kara lives on a farm outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan with her husband and three bright and wild children. Growing up in New Jersey, Kara studied sociology and Spanish and made time to travel to Costa Rica. She then moved to Michigan to pursue a master's degree in education, fell in love with the slow vibe and a guy, but stayed for the craft beer. Carol feels most like herself when she travels, immersed in a new culture and a new place. She openly struggles with anxiety, though she admits it often fuels her passion in a good way. Kara, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm great, Rosa. How are you? I'm wonderful. So we were just talking about the difference in your experience living in Michigan and mine in California. And I think it's a good little segue to talk about culture and some of the things that we as leaders can do to make a greater impact in the world. So you have had a lot of experience with companies that are social minded. Can you explain a little more about that? Sure. So I am the founder and CEO of Social for Good, which is a social impact marketing agency. So we work with businesses, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits with their mostly digital marketing. And we want to help them build authentic community online. We help them connect others online and spark belief in a vision for a better future. So whether they have, you know, sustainable products or social justice minded services, or they're involved in the community, whatever their focus is, we help them amplify that message so that more people can hear about them. That's awesome because here at Powerful Work Radio, our passion is to help leaders who want to do more than just put a product in the marketplace. They want to make a greater impact than themselves and even greater than the talent that is collective from their team. So you're helping businesses that are that way, that have that bigger picture in mind. And so we want to pull a little bit from that experience. You talked about having this authentic relationship with the market. Can you elaborate a little bit about, because there's a lot of noise on social media. So how do you cut through? What what is the, the difference maker here? Yeah, you're so right that there's a lot of noise on social media and it can be really overwhelming to kind of sift through and like, who do I trust and what do I listen to? And so part of what we focus on with the people we work with and the businesses we work with is how do you build that trust and how do you build that community? And it can be a little bit more slow than if you're going to go out and you know buy a bunch of followers or pay to have people on your email list. You know That's definitely a marketing strategy that people use. But for us, we want to build it authentically. And so sometimes that can go a little bit slower, but it's going to give companies a greater return because they are going to have loyal followers and loyal customers that really value what they're doing. They value the products and they value the story. And so they really then want to share that with their friends and family. And they really want to return as customers because they can really relate and resonate with that story. It actually was just... I'm looking at some statistics about most, I think it was over 59% of Americans want to interact with and support companies that have a social impact mission. And so we're no longer allowing companies to kind of get away with not caring about that anymore. So they really 
do need to focus on that and connect others online and really drive home that they're trustworthy and that they really have those bigger picture interests in mind. This is a huge opportunity because you're talking about a market that is getting smarter and understanding their power. And they're demanding more from corporates, agencies, and businesses. And this is a good thing because we want to have not only corporations and companies that do good for the world, but the people that are there to be fulfilled, knowing that they're actually really doing good for the world. We're not just talking about it. We're really doing better. And so I love what you're saying about taking your time and being patient with it, because when you do go for those other strategies where you're buying an audience, you really don't know what you're getting. But when you develop it organic, there's a relationship there. And so can we speak to a little bit more about how it's possible in the online world to have those real and trusting relationships that you're speaking of? Mm -hmm. I think one of the first things that we do is, is research. So we look into, okay, who are the people that we want to reach? Who are the people that are interested in this? piece of impact. Who are those people? And so we do that research and look into that. Where are they hanging out? What kind of things are they talking about? What questions are they asking? And so when we have that information, then we're able to really curate the content that we create so that we can connect with them on those topics that are of interest to them. We also really focus on -on one-on-one conversations. So a lot of times on social media, we think about it as not being very intimate and that it's just you know, millions of people are seeing everything online. But when you really dial it down, it's really as if you're in the room with people and you're having a conversation and you're talking with them. So we really coach our clients and work with them on having those one-on-one conversations, whether it's opening up in a DM, it's having the conversation in the comments of a social media post or in through emails and having that email thread back and forth. So step one is really what you're saying is serving because you're talking about, you're looking for the needs that that audience has, and you're responding to it with some type of value and messaging that is going to answer questions or meet a need. And then the second part is that relationship building that can happen when you get face to face or somehow get on a one-on-one conversation. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to recap. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we miss out on those one-on-one conversations because we have people comment on a Facebook post or an Instagram post and we just like the comments or just maybe say something thanks or, or something back. But that's really a great opportunity to ask questions, to dive deeper, to really understand what they're wanting. And I know when that happens to me, and I'm sure it happens to you when you hear back from a brand or a company that you tag on Twitter, it's like, oh, they really care about me and they really are interested in what I have to say. So I think that's what consumers are expecting. And so if we're not providing that, then I think we're going to get left behind. So it's really about those, those relationships. And then the third thing is really just inviting other people along. And so I think when you're building that really authentic community where people are really loving what you're doing and they believe in what you're doing, they're going to bring other people along. And that's just really going to amplify your messaging and and your products and what you're trying to do. There's definitely value in teaming up with people who are already doing something that you're passionate about. Like maybe you don't need to be the one flying the flag, but you can certainly cheer that person on, whether it's through support with your time or with funding, whatever your role needs to be. It is always helpful when you have a true service inside of the community. In other words, if I'm going to donate money, I want to make sure that that money is going to what it's intended. It's not being misused. This is a real investment into something that is also going to have a real impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think so, we're we're definitely going to notice anymore. You know, it's harder to hide if you're not doing that, if you're not really following through on that. 
there's something valuable about accountability because I think for many years, you could put out a great PR campaign and make it look like you have this great thing going. But now anybody has access to a cell phone and can get on YouTube or can get anywhere and publish stuff, get on Facebook, any other social media and say, hey, here's this company doing this over here or not doing the thing that they said they were going to be doing. Like there's no hiding. I think you're right. Can you speak to that a little bit more? Have you worked with businesses that have maybe had a hard time transitioning into that transparency? Yeah, we have had that. And I think it's a lot of coaching and really encouraging them to be more vulnerable because I I think it's not a traditional thing in marketing is to to be vulnerable. It's more like making it shiny and pretty. And I think, Mm -hmm. especially after the last two years and what we've all been through, we don't want what's shiny and pretty necessarily. We want real. It's when you make a mistake, you own up to it. When you're struggling with something, you share that. And that is what really helps create that personal connection. And We don't have to make everything shiny and pretty on social media or in our marketing that we're doing for our businesses because people want to relate and connect. And that's the piece that we feel like is is missing so often in our lives, especially in our digital lives. So the more brands or entrepreneurs can be personal like that as it relates to their business and what they're doing, the better off that they'll be. I love what you're saying, Kara, because you're talking about being honest with our failures and failure is a fact of life. And it is amazing how often we get a lot of grace from our audience. When we just connect in that level, people want to be on board with somebody. If I'm willing to share my failure, then I'm probably telling the truth because who's going to own up to something like that. Right. So in that note, when you're coaching these organizations into opening up about that stuff, is it, is it hard to really go live and, and and put that out there? Like, how do you even open with something like that? Give me an example that way we're not talking in the abstract. Yeah, it is really difficult. So I think it's really then at that crossroads point, it's a conversation of, Mm -hmm. okay, this situation, let's say followers on social media called you out about something that you did wrong. And it's easy to ignore it. It would be easy to kind of cover it up or say like, I didn't mean that. And we see that happen all the time on, on social media that people get called out or called in for maybe saying something that's a little bit racist or a little bit homophobic or something like that. And so people are watching for that and they're wanting to see how you react to being called out on something negative. And so when you're at a crossroads there at that point as a brand or as an entrepreneur and business owner in how you respond to that situation is going to really make a difference in who supports you and who stays a consumer and who leaves. And so we just have that frank conversation and it's not always easy, but not all business owners will make the choice to be open and honest and vulnerable about their mistakes and, and own up to it and apologize. And so we let them know that there's consequences on both sides. And so they have to end up making that decision for themselves, how they want to handle that publicly. Right. And and I think it's healthy to definitely look at that. No one's saying to go blindly and just spill everything, but certainly there's a tactful way to come in front of things and not sweep things under the rug. Right. And, And I think that it sounds like that's what you would encourage. But even when that doesn't happen, certainly it got talked about. Right. So maybe they're thinking about it in the future if it happens again. (laughs) Right. At least the idea was plugged. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Powerful at Work Radio. If you're ready for more freedom from the day to day so you can properly rest, dream and be more effective as a business owner, I want to invite you to our upcoming free training where I'm going to share my easy five part process for making sure your team feels truly seen, heard and understood. 
For more details or to register for the training, visit rosaponsdeleon.com. There, you'll also find tons of resources for growing as a business owner so you can go all in on your team while they go all in on bringing your vision to life. And so let's switch gears a little bit along the same lines, because one of the other things we've benefited from being in this entire quarantine and Zoom meetings is the fact that we have to work from home and you're a stay at home mom and you do this work and and this contribution to the marketplace. And I think more and more companies are okay with kids running around in the background or just being real. Is that something that you encourage in social media? Because everyone's obviously different. I I think the same concept that you shared in the previous example applies here. Not everyone's going to be okay with putting their kids in front of the camera. But for those who choose to, it's an added value because it does attract other normal people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And first I'll say that to be authentic online is to really do what you're comfortable with and don't do what you're not comfortable with. There is no prescribed way of doing things. So exactly. If you're not comfortable sharing certain personal things on social media or talking about your family or your children on social media, that's obviously totally fine. But for me, it's a huge part of my story, both just as a person and as a business owner. I have three kids that are elementary age. And so in starting a business during the pandemic, during virtual school, it was a huge challenge and it was a huge part of my story and how I started this business and why I started it. And now, almost two years later, we're a team of nine, and most of us are also moms. And it's created now an opportunity for moms with children at home to work, to earn an income, to use their talents to support these social impact businesses and not have to sacrifice their family life or have to sacrifice their career either. Because during the pandemic, so many mothers had to choose. You couldn't do both because schools were closed and childcare options were very limited and things like that. So for me, talking about the kids and talking about being a mom is essential to our story as a business. And so it's definitely something that we talk about. And it's only because it's late at night here that (laughs) there is nobody interrupting us so far. So, (laughs) well, we got to take advantage of it while it's there, right? You get exactly. (laughs) Well, I love that you're leading with that and that you're creating opportunities for other women. And I think a great leader does that creates other opportunities for people to also flourish and fulfill their own calling. And so for you personally, there's got to be a great satisfaction in knowing that you're surrounded. You said seven people, nine, nine Nine people. You're surrounded by nine people that are amazing and that have your shared, let's call it responsibility of raising the kids. And so there's a connection there, I think, right? Yes. And it makes our work together so much easier because if there's an under, there's a level of understanding that, you know, we're in a meeting and we're talking about marketing strategy for a client and one mom is nursing and the other one is on mute because the baby is crying or whatever. And so there's a common understanding there that we can be really good at our jobs and really effective But we're also still managing life at home and striking that. It's a very delicate balance, but it's working and there's no apology needed. There's no stress there that, oh, my kid interrupted or I'm, I have my kid like on the screen or whatever. It's something came up with my kids and I need to reshuffle my priorities for the day. And so we have a conversation about that and things get moved around. That's commonplace. And I think if more workplaces are able to accommodate everyone's real life. Everyone has stuff at home that they have to manage and work their life around that I just think we'd all be in a better place. And I think we'd all be more effective 
employees, effective business owners, if everybody just took a step back and realized that we're all kind of in the same boat in that way, whether you have kids or not, or whatever other responsibilities we have lives outside of work. And the more that we can understand that and respect that and have that work in our benefit instead of it working against us, I think that we'll all just be way better off. Yeah. I love that you brought this insight into your company because you're talking about bringing humanity to the workplace. And these women are very competent. They're very capable. And you're not sitting there going, this person's being flaky. You're saying, realistically, this person just needs me to adjust some things. And I'm totally good with it because when I do that, it helps that person deliver a greater result for me. Yes? Yes, exactly. And then I need that grace sometimes too. Things come up for me and I need help or extra support in getting something done on deadline because something came up in my life. I mean, that happens everywhere. And so I think instead of trying to deny it and cover it up and say like, this isn't reality. I think when we understand that that's our reality and we work with it instead of against it, then we're just more effective at what we do. And the traditional framework would say you have to be responsible. You're, you need to be present at work. You need to do all these things. But then there's also now when we introduce this humanity, this idea that she is being responsible. She's got a kid. <laughs> she actually is very responsible. And so we should trust that she's bringing that same responsibility to the work that she does. And we should trust her. She's a grown up. Right, exactly. And so if we're providing the service for social impact businesses internally, we can't really be like, you have to be working these hours and there's no room for flexibility and no room for your humanity, but we're going to be working on these businesses that support other people's humanity. Like that doesn't make any sense. And there's a lot of businesses that operate There's a double standard. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that you brought that nugget because it's a perfect place to wrap up and to say that we got to practice what we preach. Yeah. If we're going to be the the type of business that is bringing good to the world, we need to start inside of our own house and be good to our people because they are good people. And and obviously we're going to screen for competencies and things like that, and that they're in the role that they need to be. And there's other things that we can certainly look at, but when all those things are in place, These are good people that want to do good work. Nobody wants to go to work and say, I'm going to do a crummy job today. Right. Exactly. These women on my team are incredible at what they do. And if them having a nursing baby on a Zoom call would be the reason that you wouldn't hire them, you'd be missing out on her incredible skills. And so to me, that's all the more reason to have her on the team because she is capable of doing so much more than a lot of people would have given her credit for. Well, I'm definitely a fan of what you're doing in your organization and certainly of the work that you're doing for other businesses. And I appreciate everything that you've shared with us and given just a a real human picture of what business should be like in our workplace. Thank you so much, Rosa. It's been so wonderful to talk to you. Awesome. Where can we find you if we want to connect with you further? I am on all the things at socialforgood.co. So Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, all of the, the places. And that's our website also. Awesome. We'll have those links in the show notes. And you also have an event coming up here in 2022 at the start or the first couple months there. Yes. So we are launching a social impact marketing course for entrepreneurs and small business owners who maybe can't necessarily afford agency level support for their social media or their content marketing. So it's learning how to do it yourself and making sure that you're amplifying your positive message, you're connecting others online and building that authentic community that we were talking about. So it's learning all of our tips and tricks and what we do with our clients so that you're able to 
create that effective strategy for yourself. Carol, that sounds like an amazing uh, opportunity there for our listeners. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rosa. Thanks for listening to Powerful at Work Radio. If you subscribe now, you're going to hear from some truly amazing guests who will help you shift into a new approach to leadership so you can develop a healthy relationship with your team and truly maximize your impact. We'll explore stories from experts who are daring to do work differently, and we want to invite you into the conversation. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. We're excited to help you lead a high-performance team with simple advice that you can start using right now for maximum results.